Yeah, and, and I mean, Lumen was one of the exciting things when I was considering doing a PhD. It, it was a yeah, very inspiring building that I thought, oh, I want to, to work here. Yeah. Um, I ended up working in a different building, but I still yeah. uh, had this kind of happy feeling associated with Lumen. It's, uh, it's, it's very light, as the name Lumen suggests as well. We have very nice inner gardens, uh, two of them in the building, which creates all the greenery and, and a very pleasant atmosphere to work. Hello and welcome to the ESG Works Council podcast, where we bring you stories from the Wageningen University Environmental Science Group. The aim is to learn from and connect with each other through talking to people in the different teams at Venner as well as the environmental sciences departments. In this episode, part two about housing, I interviewed two ESG employees who responded to the Works Council poll. The poll was on housing, and these colleagues were willing to talk to us about their workspaces and concerns with the housing situation coming back from corona. We discussed how they normally worked pre-corona and what are some of their concerns about heading back to the office. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, and uh, so tell us first your name and where you work at ESG. Okay, so my name is Jillian Student, and I've been at Wageningen a long time, but I actually just started by ESG officially last month um, as a postdoc, uh, a WEMEC postdoc on transdisciplinary research. I love that topic, and hopefully I can interview you a lot more in depth on how we work yeah, between disciplines. I think that's a brilliant thing and also very, very challenging uh, within our institute. So great that you're working on that. So when did you start? Uh, May 1st. Oh, wow. Okay. So you didn't even work in the building before Corona? No, but I was a PhD at two uh, chair groups, and one of them was environmental systems analysis. So I'm familiar with Lumen, and I've been in the building a lot, and I've been, uh, say, a flex worker in the past. Mm -hmm. And how was that? Um, Well, it was nice in that I had another space. Uh, at um, at Wageningen where I could sit and put my things and so then I could take my laptop and then for those moments have writing sessions or meetings but it's yeah it's a bit more tricky in that I'd have to you know hope that someone else was not using it at that moment and go to another place if they were also with scheduling meetings with my supervisor they work in uh, say the same room so then we always had to find a space if the uh, his colleague was uh, present so then there was always a bit of like uh, shuffling the movement so mm-hmm, those are some mm-hmm. things with the so that life. could be improved that could be improved yeah um yeah and, and i mean lumen was one of the exciting things when i was considering doing a phd it, it was a yeah, very inspiring building that I thought, oh, I want to, to work here. Yeah, um, I ended yeah. up working in a different building, but I still yeah. uh, had this kind of happy feeling associated with Lumen. Uh, I also get inspired by it. It's really nice. Let's say the situation doesn't change. Would you rather just work at home then? or? For me, I am a commuter. So that's what I think an important thing to consider. When I come to campus, it's a full-on day for me, it's this. And so I don't have the opportunity to, say, come to campus for a couple of hours and then go home if it's too busy or if I've had my meeting or I've done my, my one task and would prefer to have the rest of the day at home because it takes too much effort to to get to the campus in the first place. And before Corona, 
I did commute typically three days a week and then I would work at home for the rest. So I was uh, used to working at home, but I have to say I wasn't used to working at home all the time. So what I see going forward, I like having, and now that I have my office set up in a very comfortable way, and there's so many more opportunities now with Teams and uh, file sharing that it's not always necessary feeling to, to be physically there and still feel connected. But I do like having moments of being physically present with others. Also, some tasks are easier to do on campus. So what I would like going forward is kind of flex bubbles. So being able to work at home, but also have a place with this understanding that because I'm not always there physically, that it's, it can be a waste of if there is just a spot for me all the time and I'm not there all the time. But I also don't want to be spending the whole time searching for the place where I'm sitting, searching for the uh, other person that I might be working with or for the type of space that I need for the task I'm doing, whether it's focusing independently or working with someone else. So something would be bookable for you for that day that you're going to be there within your bubble, let's say. What I also mean by this bubble is that it's not a free-for-all, that it's not every part, but there's kind of an area in which I can kind of anticipate a good chance of having a space to work and do the type of activities uh, that I'd like to do. That, that there are a few people that I would share the desk with typically, and then there's yeah. maybe an overflow area that if all of us need to be in that day, that there, that there's an overflow area that I, I could go to. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think, well, maybe a couple of my concerns going into this, oh, whatever yeah. we have afterwards, is this like loss of, yeah, sense of space, especially maybe as a commuter. I want to feel like there's some place that I can feel part of something, because if there's not really a place for me, then I would feel much more comfortable working at home. And also, I think one of the, the, the challenges I've noticed in the past is having the space to do the type of activities that I'd want to do if I'm on campus as opposed to at home. Uh, for example, sometimes it's really, uh, I think, well, especially now after Corona, one of the, the motivations will be to work with other people and be able to you know, make noise and have uh, informal discussions or have very you know, big discussions about, about certain topics. But at the same time, there will be some moments that I maybe just really need to be able to think. So finding that being able to have, do both, I think, is a bit tricky. And uh, hygiene is something that I'm a bit concerned about going forward because, um, yeah, before Corona, different colleagues have different, say, habits of how they go about with their coffee cups and leaving their stuff around. Um, but yet they had a space where that was kind of confined to. But with the idea of, of lots of sharing of, of these spaces, who is then responsible for uh, making sure that it's clean? Because I can imagine sometimes someone's really busy, so then they leave things. And what kind of things on, at the desk would be shared and which ones would be also personal? So those are some yeah, of my- Yeah, that's really good that you bring that up. I think that's a very important point. And um, yeah, it needs to be heard as well. Yeah, very, very valid concerns. Yeah, it's interesting. And uh, I'm glad we're talking about it. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll take that into account. Yeah, I hope so too. Maybe just say your name and what you do and what you where you work, and then 
Yeah, just your contribution to the poll on housing. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm, uh, my name is Alex Boulding, and I'm a university lecturer uh, at the Water Resource Management Group. Um, I teach seven courses. I do some research, not a lot. Uh, I do uh, some capacity building projects, mostly NUFIC projects. Yeah, what else do you want to know? I want to know, what are you worried about in the new housing situation that's coming up? Are you working at the office now? And what would you like to see when you can come, when we all have more freedom after Corona? I'm quite hesitant to to go back to the office. I work in Lumen. I think Lumen is the most beautiful building we have from the inside. <laughs> uh, it's mostly wood and glass. It's, uh, it's, it's very light, as the name Lumen suggests as well. We have very nice inner gardens, uh, two of them in the building, which creates all the greenery and, and a very pleasant atmosphere to work. With regard to the housing problem, which I think is uh, an, has been an issue for the past 10 years, basically because uh, the university has expanded tremendously uh, in student numbers, but also in staff numbers. And um, Something like two times increase in students? What was your... Well, if I just look at our own study programs, the bachelor doubles in 10 years' time in student numbers, uh, and the master's, uh, we got about 50% more students. I work uh, normally in an office that I share with a colleague. It's a very small office. Uh, we have an open-door policy in our group. The whole group is uh, situated along one corridor, and students tend to drop in. <laughs> Not at planned moments, not like you make an appointment, but they just drop in when they're around. And I like that very much. It's also what I experienced myself as a student. Uh, so when I'm at uh, non-COVID mode, uh, I would spend five days a week in the office and I would walk to Forum or Orion when I have to teach. And then the problem was a bit uh, in the present situation that uh, when students come in or when you have a meeting planned, it's difficult to find space uh, because obviously I share an office so I cannot uh, just meet a student then in my room. So we would have to go elsewhere and there's only one meeting room which we have available as a group, uh, which you can book basically. Why are you hesitant? Yeah. I work back. a lot in, in African countries, which mm -hmm. means that you work a lot over Skype, even before the COVID situation, and the connection is often very bad. So often you're shouting to your computer, which <laughs> is a nuisance for your colleague, of course. Uh, and yeah, with, with regard to housing, my biggest fear, and this is actually a dream, a manager's dream, is the call center setting or the open plan office. This is something that I really fear. Um, and, and my argument would always be, uh, it doesn't work in our environment. Why not? Because, well, the, the few spaces where I've been, where colleagues from the university have been forced to go into an open plan office, within no time, they allocate space for themselves in that office. And that's just being human. Humans like, uh, well, I, I think that a lot of my colleagues that are successful in science 
are in the autistic spectrum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes me a good expert. That yeah. makes me uh, wolfing down text and actually remembering what's in those texts. Uh, so it's just a quality. It's not just a, a disease, which many people think. It's it's a quality. I yeah? totally agree. We need we need <laughs> this quality. Yes, and yeah, and, and it, I but think it's a spectrum indeed in everybody that everybody has this element. I was also just saying that in the previous interview that I had that it everybody has an element of being a habitualistic person. We need habits. We have exactly. habits. We need these, uh, and also just in our minds to associate work with a certain area or a certain location it just sets our minds in the right place so that that's one thing what you see happening is that people appropriate space they make yes. it their own space to feel mm -hmm. confident the other thing is that when a student comes in lots of students have psychological problems yeah it's another thing we don't like to talk a lot about but uh, lots students. of students lots suffer of from anxiety to fail so what you need in a in a one-to-one -one interaction, which is necessary, uh, just as a motivation, uh, but also as an opportunity to share doubts, etc., you need a safe space to meet. Agreed. Yeah, a I student it's, can it's not just students. start crying, uh, and you don't want other people to witness that, or the student doesn't want others, mm -hmm. other people to witness that. Uh, so that's why I'm. Again, not in favor of open plan offices. Mm -hmm. uh, the other complaint, which I heard a lot from, from colleagues at Radix, where they actually forced these open plan offices, is that uh, yeah, they, they, they cannot interact on Skype anymore because um, yeah, when you have a bad connection, you start shouting. Uh, but that's not a joy for your colleagues. You are in the same space. And especially now when we're going to be in this age of hybrid working, in the sense of some people are online, some people are offline, yep. you need uh, some spaces where you can meet one other person that's with you in person and one that's not with you, you know? Like everybody will be working yep. on Skype more often or on Teams more yep. often. So, it, so from a cost-effectiveness point of view, I can understand this drive. And they like to make it a, a happy environment by putting plants in nowadays. So it's, it's, it becomes more conducive as an environment. Uh, it's more inviting than the typical call center setting. If people in the management believe this is the way to go, then I would like them to take the lead by sitting themselves in an open plan office and uh, as soon as they're prepared to do that then you can ask your employees to join you there but if you believe that you are or your activities are such that you need your own space which i can understand uh, then don't impose it on your employees mm -hmm. this idea it, it really makes me resent uh, work uh, and now, uh, during the past one and a half years, I've been teaching from home, I've been coaching from home, I've been work doing everything online. And I must say, even the coffee at my home is better than at work. <laughs> uh, my books are surrounding me. It's not attractive for me at all to come to the office if I'm forced to sit in the open plan. It's also a complaint that I hear from a lot of my colleagues that what they miss most is the kind of daily interaction with other colleagues, uh, the, the kind of meetings in the corridor or at the coffee machine. Uh, and it's also very important as a kind of, uh, yeah, as a social fabric. Yes, uh, totally. So I think, that, yeah, what 
I can't look into the future, but uh, I like working from home a lot. I've learned a lot of new skills and new software that allows me to interact online. So I expect that I will be working more at home uh, than before COVID, that's for sure. But I also know that, uh, yeah, it's nice to meet your colleagues occasionally also because you, otherwise you're out of the loop. You know, there's a lot of information floating around the coffee machine and the corridor. Uh, so, yeah, occasionally I would have to go to the office, but then if I'm forced to work on a new desk every day, I'm, I'm quite sure I'm, I, I won't. Yeah, I, won't. I agree with that. Yeah, I would have to agree. Well, thank you. podcast is brought to you by the Works Council of ESG in order to help you get to know the organization representing the interests of employees to the board of directors and also for us to get to know you. Look forward to many great conversations with you. Till next time.